Yo, 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 welcome back to the Moguls in the Making podcast. I'm your highly favorite host, the most highly favorite, Teron Johnson. Man, I'm Omar Heffley. I know who I am, man. Big Teasy, a.k.a. Geechee. Man, stop it. I know who this smooth one is, goddammit. A.K.A. T. Grizz. T. Nasty. T. Nasty. T. Raw. T. Raw. Come on, man. Just not T. Bone. That's corny to me. <laughs> but let's... uh. <laughs> Man, we we, we, we we come to y'all today, man. We definitely, you know, um, I, guess what, y'all? I missed last week. I fell asleep and yeah, missed last week. I was on your head last week, too. <laughs> they gonna hear that shit. I fell asleep. Josh was blowing my phone up. I was blowing my phone up. But, man, nah, we just, we got we got something special for y'all today. But, you know, before we get into that, we definitely wanted to take y'all through our uh, business spotlight. Um, just what's going on in the business with us right now. Uh, there's some exciting stuff going on. I'll let Omari kind of break y'all into it for sure. Yeah, yeah. So first off, uh, last week, you know, we just hired a new acquisition person. So <clears throat> we got a new person who got a ton of experience. He got a ton of knowledge, you know, and, and we think he really going to come in and be an asset. You know, we've been talking about finding A players, right, 2023. That's the only thing that we want to do is find A players. If it's, if it's not you and, you know, Everybody in your team and your circle need to be, you know what I'm saying, top tier on the top level, set, operating in the same speed, frequency that you on. So, you know, we found a person. We brought him in. We'll be training him a little bit later on today. That was something good. We got another deal. We locked it up, uh, you know, so to kind of end uh, our, our community and, and people that kind of already is inside of our community. So we got that going on. Uh, see, what else happened last week? Um, outside of that, you know, we just – like we told y'all before, we're getting way more back into acquisitions, right? So we feel the the speed actually catching up to the work that we putting in. Uh, you you got to get rolling. Like when it's time to grind, you know, you're not going to see it for maybe the first week, month, even months sometime. Um, but it's like we was like, man, we've been – we hopped back in. I hopped back in personally on the phones. Amari hopped back in personally on the phone. Facts. We haven't did that in years. Facts. I'm talking years. Uh, but we had to get, get rid of some folks on our team. So just seeing that momentum build up. Um, it's been it's been good to see on the acquisition side. We got a couple deals that we possibly can lock up this week still. Um, for the first month, it's, it's really been good. We got we we sold one deal already this month. We got one under contract that's pretty much sold. Talking to the buyer after this, um, and then we got uh, an acquisition guy that's gonna come in with that with that super duper experience that was already killing shit in this industry, like in exactly what we're doing. So um, yeah. he wanted he wanted to get back into it, and he felt like our team is the one to build with. So we we really trying to take it with somebody that, like, we can see them in a bigger role someday, like not just, hey, they just calling for us on the phones, right? We, we want him to be eventually somebody that can run the whole wing of, a, you know, our acquisition side of the business and help us out with more than just, you know, calls and, and being on the phone. So that's something that we definitely um, – Dived into this week and yeah, he, yeah. He, he coming on board, man. It's gonna be yeah. interesting. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. And lastly, just to add to that, y'all gonna be able to kind of see us build this back up, man. It kind of feel like we starting this almost from the ground mm-hmm. up in a way. You know what I'm saying? Even though we not, and at times, man, it's business. You know, you gonna have to do that. But you know, years ago, I'm talking about three, four years ago, me and T was making forty, fifty, sometimes seventy thousand. You know what I'm saying? In a month. You know what I'm saying? And we was doing this. What we're talking about gearing back up to doing right now. We was on the phones. We had the momentum. We was had our relationships going. So it was easy to, you know what I'm saying, move stuff. But now it's kind of like after we've been buying so long, now you got to get back in, build those relationships back up. Even though people know you, 
you might not have talked to him in a year or two. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got you to you get back in the game. So y'all going to see us go from, you know, whatever, 20000 or so like that this month. Just I'm speak, strictly speaking wholesale. Like a rental business, that's a whole different business. You know, Airbnb, that's completely different. But just strictly wholesale for y'all, you know, y'all going to see us kind of get that up to, you know, a speed where it need to be. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. And last but not least, just getting back into offering more creative finance. We offloading some of our deals that we had um, on creative finance that we able to get back in some cash to to really push forward towards the marketing side of stuff. So we kind of got two of those already sold to. Um, yeah, yeah. We just waiting on the, the back end of those to see who we really gonna go with. Um, but we, but we, you know, getting back in cash so that we can put that back into the business, put it back into marketing, and make it make it do what it do, man. But um, yes, sir. But we don't want to make y'all wait no more. Yeah, we don't want to make y'all wait, wait, man. Because this is our first, this is our first interview, by the way. This is our first interviewee. Um, Come on, man. It's going we, down we, in the we, books, man. We had to make sure we did it right, man. We had to make sure we bring <laughs> on. <laughs> What 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 we call here, man, the voice of Indianapolis. The voice of Nap, man, the voice of the city, my dog. What's poppin'? B Swift, baby. What's what up, up boy? What's going down? What's going down? What's going down? Pleasure to be here. Glad to be on the, the pod today. <clears throat> we appreciate it, man. We we love to have you, man. Um I know we all three of us met up a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh that was my first time meeting you in person. Um and just been as solid, you know, as as it can get. You know what I'm saying? When when it comes to stuff, we understand you such a busy dude, man. So you even coming and sitting down with us and you trying to throw so like how can I help y'all? Yeah, nah, you know what I'm saying? That, like yeah. but that's what it be for me. Like, how can I help everybody else? You know yeah. what I mean? Like what can I do no matter how busy I am? Like I love to stop and if I can help, I'm down to help. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It ain't like it's a crazy request. Like, dude, I need 45, 50, 60 minutes. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know? For sure. For sure. Yeah, that's man. dope, so man. That's love. Appreciate it. Um I know um we got we got a couple questions for you, definitely, man. But just t- kind of tell just kind of tell them, you know, who you are, um, you know, what you do currently. And uh, you know what, why? Why? Why everybody calling you the voice of Indianapolis? Why everybody <laughs> right. calling you? Right. How, how, how you get that name? Man. <laughs> um, so I'm B Swift. I've been doing radio going on. It's 20 years this year, actually. This is my 20th year. I am the afternoon talent for Hot 100.9. I'm also the assistant program director for Hot 100.9. I am the Indiana Pacers MC. Um, mm. Shit, and I'm the janitor too. You need to clean up that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? But that's a hundred. That's yeah. just me in a nutshell. Like I'm just a kid from Indy who grinded and who worked to to get in a good position where I'm at in in everything that I'm doing. Um, the voice of Indy nickname. I honestly don't remember where it came from. I shout out to Normski, my OG. When I like when I first got in the club game, yeah. he used to call me the Prince of the City. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, I was everywhere. I'm trying to do every party. Like, yeah. I'm 19 in the clubs at the yeah. time. Yeah. So it, it, he went from Prince of the City. I don't know if it was my man Big Keith in Fort Wayne. One day we was talking like you the voice of Nap Town. You everywhere. Every time mm. we turn on the radio, I I don't know who gave it, but somebody <laughs> gave it. That's they stuck. call it. It sticks. I don't really use it a lot. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I, I love the nickname, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the. Attention. That's the best one. Yeah, though. Wait, yeah, wait. yeah. <clears throat> the nickname that people give you, right? Really the best ones. You're not giving it to yourself. Self, and it's exactly. such a high regard. You know, people look at you in such high regard. You know what I'm saying? That that means that you putting in the work that you' supposed to be putting in, man. You know what I'm saying? And, Facts. and people, people, people love it. I know the city love you, man. So shout out do. to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just be trying to. But be it wasn't me. always that way, man. It wasn't always that way. You weren't. 
wasn't always at the top, man. So I'm gonna let old kind of yeah, so, that first. You know what I mean? We just gonna sure. we just gonna hop into it, man. Swift, take us back all the way back. You all know right. what I'm saying? What made you want to pick up the mic? You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to do this shit. <laughs> I swear to God, G. Swear, I, and I tell this story, it's documented, it's on everything somebody asked me. Um, my brother's my, uh, child mother at the time, Akiba, like she heard uh-huh. a contest. Like I used to basically damn near live with them because like, yeah. my pops was super strict. So you oh, know okay. I mean? even as 18, 19, like he had rules, like, and I respected uh-huh. it. Yeah. But, but my little brother didn't because he hooped. So my little brother got past. Like, hey, hey, he good over there yeah. now. We've been there. I've been don't, there. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Don't mess that up now. Don't worry. Hey, look. Don't worry about why he out there. Right, right. So I really spent a lot of time because that was like my safe haven. That's where I can go and say, I'm over here, even if I wasn't it. You know what I mean? But she heard a contest on the radio. Radio, and she called me It was like a Monday I'm Like yo you should turn your resume in You be dope on the radio And I can go to the club for free uh, <laughs> like, I swear to God I'm like I'm not doing that shit it Don't even make sense And right. she bugged me And then one day I was like Alright I got you And on a Friday um, I went to the radio station It was 4.45 Walked in They called back Told Swole I was out there Swole was like Tell him I'll be out there When I get out there Yeah, Dude made me wait from 4.45 To almost 5.30 Damn. Damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could have slid. Yeah, I could have slid. <laughs> right, I right. I promised to her. Yeah. Right, that you was going to do it. In, so yep. I, I at least wanted to turn it in and say yep. that I turned it in in case she ever asked. Right, yeah, me? I did it. So <laughs> dude come out there and he was like, damn, you stayed out here and waited. That's cool, though. You the uh, last person to turn the uh, application in. You the first person to get the job. See you Monday. This Damn. is Circle City Classic Weekend, what? too. This is Circle City Classic Weekend 2024, and I've only worked one job in my lifetime. So hold on, hold on, Swift. Back up, back up, man. I just want to <laughs> pick a little bit of this out. So you saying, because of the promise that you had to somebody else, yeah. you stayed out there, them 30 minutes, 45 minutes, dude came out there, didn't even really look at your shit. Like, hey, I see the hustle. From his side of he like... Uh, you know what I'm saying Young homie He trying to hustle He really trying to get it He stood out here And waited this whole time Fact, Fuck you got the job yeah. You know but, what I'm saying And it get crazier Because again This is classic weekend 2020 I mean 2004 Again I've never had a job Other than Sparkling Image On West 38th Street <laughs> I worked there as a freshman Until 2004 When I got fired Damn um, And I graduated in 02 So it was classic weekend. I called my little partner Sam, and I, I make sure I say this every time because Sam got a great job, and Sam owes me a steak. I don't care what he says. <laughs> right. Um, I called Sam and was like, "Switch, switch times with me." We were salespeople, so I'm oh, like, okay. switch times. I'm supposed to open. You close. I'll close. You open. Yeah. The nigga ain't go to work, Mm-mm-mm. and we told us. So we didn't tell the managers. Wow. We didn't tell each other he ain't go to work. So I got a call that Sunday and was like. We got let you he ain't go. He ain't go to work uh, on the time that you was really supposed yeah, to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a call from management that was like, "Uh, we appreciate all you've done over the years, but yeah. you know we gotta let you go." Damn. I, hey, I was like, "It's cool. Fuck you I start the radio station on Monday." <laughs> Damn. You know what I mean, so right. to me at that point, it got serious. Yeah. I was going to Ivy Tech at the time. I went long yeah. enough to get a paycheck. Shout out to Willie Dynamite. He'll verify that story. We went long enough to get a paycheck. We right. quit. What? We was in right. the same computer class every day. Right. Hell no. So the paychecks came. We was seven, eight, nine. We Ski. Out of right. here. Gone. You know what I mean? So I had to put my hustle into what was left. And that right. was the radio. You know what I mean? Good part for me was I come from a musical family. Okay. My, my father plays guitar. My father has played with Baby Facing the Deal. He played with After Seven from 90 to 98 when he decided to mm. quit and come home and take care of me and my little brother. My uncle has played for Monica, Brandy, New Edition. Um, 
He was the musical director for L. Cool J on mm. uh, the Grammys when he did I'm Bad. Uh, yeah. I, and I can, like, my uncle's list is crazy ass. And yeah. it's Naptown? They from Naptown? Yeah, from Indianapolis. My uncle is now a There'll be professor. so much stuff in Naptown that be you going on, bro. And just yeah. people don't even. Them stories. Like, our own city don't even really be showing love to it, though. Like, But I feel like there's so many people that really already is dope and already then came out of here and still, you know, working on coming out of here. Man, we got to show our city more love, man. And I know that's, that's something so. that you do 100%. Nah, yeah, show. Sure. And I just think it's about people knowing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. people that do shit like that. Like I said, well, my uncle, he a professor at IU now for the IU Soul Review. You know what I mean? Like he gets his like he gets his love. And you got people like my man Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. He does WFYR radio. Okay. He does yeah. highlights like these yep. music, this local music scene from Indiana Avenue all the way up. Right. So it'd be dope to see that. But you know what I mean? But like I say, I I I just come from and shout out my uncle, my other uncle Keith. Like these are all three people I looked up to growing up. My uncle Keith is probably one of the baddest drummers in this motherfucker. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And he's had his stints with national artists. So I had a hustle for yeah. music. You know what I mean? So me getting at the radio was the easy part. Then it was just trying to figure <laughs> out the world and how to navigate Navigate it. it. So Swift, let me ask you then, did you did you actually want to do music? Did you want to yeah. rap or play instrument or what 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 was your lane that you felt like you was actually gonna go in? Cause I know me, right? I got a older brother, right? And seeing him go through and hoop, I'm like, shit, I wanna do that shit too. Right, so I can right. imagine if you got, you know what I'm saying, an uncle that's right there by you, you like Shit, I'm about to nigga, what? Nigga, my uncle. Yeah. Don't set L Cool J, nigga. Nah, facts. What you talking about? Like, I want to do that. I'm about to, yeah. I'm on the same thing, or I'm gonna put my own spin into it or whatever. So that's nah, my question. What would you I feel did. like you want to do? I wanted to to own a, a studio. Like oh, okay. I grew up, my father made us play instruments. Me and my old my little brother, he made us play instruments like starting in fourth grade. Oh, so okay. I played trumpet and drums all the way through school. From fourth right. grade through I graduated Damn. high school. Like oh, really? you go to? Yeah, I went to Pike. You went to Pike? Okay. Yeah. So okay. I played yep, drums yep. and trumpet and French horn at Pike. You know what right. I mean? So for me growing up, I wanted a studio. My freshman orientation when we had for, uh, orientation class freshman year was a studio. Like it was over a studio. Crazy story. My father had a recording session. Shout out to Daryl Simmons from here. One of the biggest writers in the world. Uh-huh. Um, he asked my father to come do a record for SWV. Mm. So we went to Atlanta. On the way to Atlanta, I caught chicken pox. My little On brother had way? it. My little brother had it, <laughs> but I didn't have no symptoms. My little brother had it. I didn't have no symptoms. So they, like my uncle and my father, one of my uncles and my father was like, fuck it, let's go. We out of here. Girl, want us to record. We're going to get on the highway. I right. didn't have no symptoms. We got to Atlanta. I was fucked up. What? Threw him in the bath. Threw him in the threw yeah. him in the bath with so the oatmeal. They, yeah, so they had to leave me in the hotel. <laughs> they left know. me in the hotel. I didn't get to go to the studio experience. Oh damn, for real. Like, but it was cool. It was yeah. my first time in the A. Like I'm 14, 15 years right. old. But you know what I mean? So to me, that's what I, I've always wanted to do with studio shit. That's know? what's up. Yeah, that's, that's hard. So you didn't really want to go into the rapping part of it. You more wanted to be on the like Instruments oh, and, and uh, engineering, and like or I don't know yeah. if he was gonna produce, but like, I was ready to ask you, was you no. trying to rap and was you trash? No, nah, no rap producing. <laughs> no, I probably was trash. Like, no, no rapping for me producing, bro. I had a fucking three thousand dollar MPC yeah. in junior year in high school. Oh yeah, like my uncle bought an MPC and just left it with me. We used to take right. a motherfucker to the pep rallies, like, and I would have samples playing. And motherfucker, oh that's like, crazy. Where you get this from? Right, right. You know right. I mean? So yeah, I should. I wanted crazy. to produce and turn knobs and shit like that. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. What is it about that though for you? So is it just like controlling that energy? Like I know I can like make everybody that's here have a dope ass time. Like they gonna remember this shit because I was the person that kind of infiltrate. You know what I'm saying? Like when you the or you kind of like a, a orchestrator, orchestrator up there. Yeah, you know nah, what I'm saying. I never wanted to be in the front. 
Oh, okay. My, my father was in the front. He right, the right, song, right. So I'm seeing him on Arsenio Hall and Jay Leno. He was right. in the front. Or I'm seeing my uncle play bass and he on the Grammys. They're in the front. I'm a shy person. Yeah. By nature. Mm, okay. Yeah. So growing up as a kid, I was running sound at this Indianapolis Expo Soul Food or Soul Fest back in the day. Like that was my job every summer. Oh, okay. Was to go help my father and his yeah. friends set up the stage, run the drums, run this. So Damn. I was just cool with being a techie. I like yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. I like the technical side. I like setting up. You know what I mean? My father had a local band. I was the roadie. I was setting up. <laughs> like I like that side of it. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck being in the front. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that you on sense. that. A lot of stuff I be telling oh all the time. Like I don't like the front either. Like even when I was hooping, like I thought that more of the, you know, my like my talent is being shown with me just playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I I was cool with being the leader and all of that, but like I really wasn't trying to be on Front Street like all the time. Now that you got a business, almost like you got to be on you Front Street. To. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to show people that hey, we we doing this and we doing it the right way. And hey, here go me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Because people are scared about. You know who they dealing with nowadays too, especially our people. Mm-hmm. They scared about who they dealing with, so being in front of people as much as possible and being transparent about what you got going on is huge and really building your your person and your um, and your business. Like yeah. period. You know what I'm saying? Especially entrepreneurship. So, man, I definitely understand what you mean by that. But tell me this: you said you were shy, this, that, and the other, and now you the face. <laughs> <laughs> How that work out like How that? End up working out like? Did you just get comfortable with it over time, or is it something that like? You like, man, it just flows so well. You know what I'm saying? With the job that you had starting out. I know how to turn the switch on. For sure. Like, even to this day, I'm still not that that comfortable, yeah. bro. If you right. if you come in the club and people gonna pay attention to this now. You, when you come in the club and That's you the shit that I want to hear, Swift. Yeah, exactly. Like for real. When you come in the club and you pay attention and you look for B Swift, you don't see B Swift in the middle of the crowd. Nah, nah. B Swift up there by the DJ. Yeah. My comfortable spot. In the back. I'm like, yo, what up, Swift? I swear. I'm like, hey, what's good? And nine times out of ten, I'm playing Angry Birds or Dude Perfect on my phone or some shit, bro. I'm in there playing a game like jelly. Yeah, like so it's 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 I'm I don't I, I just know when to turn it on. When I gotta turn yeah, it on and you I gotta will. Be that star for that moment. Yeah. It's easy. I go in, you know what I mean? And I had this talk with my folks at the Pacers. They're yeah. like, you're not a fucking introvert. And I'm like, I swear I am. They're like, well, how the fuck do you go out? Like, you know, right, right. It don't talking, make sense. So I don't yeah. want nobody to be mad. <laughs> right, right, cussing, right. But now they're like, how do you do this? Like, you go out here in front of these 10, 13, 15, 16,000 people and you turn it on. And I'm like, cause it's game time. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm still nervous. Right. But yeah. I know when to hit that switch, when yep. to flip that switch, when to go. Like, so Swift on that though, take that back to your first couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Um, really, like, when, when did it kind of transition from you like working at the radio station to where you like, okay, like, I'm a part. This of is team. my radio station from the from the from the people's perspective. Ninety right. six is B Swift radio station. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know I know what? it ain't ninety six now for, for for y'all. They just switched over, whatever. But I'm just saying, all these years, nah. that's B Swift station. It, that that didn't get for me. Or I, y'all I had, had to, my bad, my bad. So y'all had rec one. That's what I was gonna say. Like I had rec one. Rec one ran that thing for a minute. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's when rec rec put it on my shoulders. When rec was yeah. like, I'm leaving. Yeah, it was like officially passing the torch. Yeah, right, right. Because I was Shout out rec the, one the last one. Yep. Left. Yeah, it's my brother. Love him to death. Like yeah, rec put it on my back. Like rec showed love rec because rec showed me throughout the years how to be who I am. Ah, uh, you know what I'm saying? You. Like. He was somebody I was around every other day. Like yeah. I gotta see him in the studio every day. It was nights I would go just sit on his show, listen to him, watch how he moved, listen yeah. to meetings. He would pull me into meetings, listening to that. So he prepared me for one day this is gonna be you. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm out. 
And at that time when he said I'm out, I ain't gonna say we was neck and neck, but we was neck and neck. Right. right. He knew, like, bro, yeah, you run this bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. You it's yours, go ahead. You got you know it. I mean? Like it magic like to man. Jordan type shit. Yeah. Like, Pass that torch <laughs> off. Go ahead. Like, and that's what it was for me. He had that conversation and right. was just like, it's on you. For sure. I, it's, it's in great hands, bro. I'm out. I'm going to Florida. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's dope, though. He I got out here. You know what I'm saying? He had he, he had a long run. You Hell know what yeah. I'm saying? And like you said, now you said, what, you've been in it 20 years? You've been kind of aging yourself. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but nah, 20 years, you done been in there now, you know, and- I think one part that people don't pay attention to is the other side of the because all they see is kind of like the glitz and the glamour. Damn, B Swift got this 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 gig, this gig, that gig. But what they forgetting is it's a back end side of that, the business side of it. Yeah. When did that become real to you? Like, man, like, wait a minute, I gotta start signing papers and doing this, right. that, and the other. Get my calendar together. Get my and calendar, like, and assistant, whatever. You know what I'm saying? What when did the business side really come? And can you kind of break down that side of it from behind the mic? You know what I'm saying? It probably really didn't get businessy for me until twenty fifteen. Okay. Like being mm-hmm. honest, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I never looked at it like that until I probably got my real first full time on air slot. You know okay. what I'm saying? Where I'm on between 10 a.m. or between right. midnight is when yeah. it probably got super real because then it's, yo, you got to do this. Yo, you got this endorsement. Did you read your paperwork? Do you know what you got to do? Do you know how many times you got to record this commercial? Do you know you got you owe so many appearances? Do you know you yeah. can't say this on social media no more? And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> all right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, it's adjustment. Yeah, it was the adjustment at that point for me, but... It's always been a business. I think I just ignored it a lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what people do. Yeah, it's so much shit that I didn't understand that I probably lost money on because I didn't know understand. Why though, Swift? Because I didn't understand like taxes. Yeah. Like I just did taxes to do taxes. You sent me my W-2, I just knew I had a check coming. Exactly. I mean, even still to this day, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm perfect. But Exactly. Shout out to my tax lady because she's dope at that. But I never understood every time I went into hang time to buy a t-shirt or to buy a pair of pants or buy a pair of shoes Mm. that I was supposed to keep the receipt so I can write that shit off. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never knew every time I bought a fucking headphone that that was a write off. Right. For the equipment. Yeah. I didn't know my computer was write offs. I didn't know gas mileage to drive from here to Fort Wayne. <laughs> here to That's home. so dope, bro. I, I never mean, knew that shit, it's crazy. Bro. Yeah. <clears throat> We've been through the same thing. It's, it's, I mean, I know it's a different type of business, but we went through the same thing, bro. Taxes yeah. and different tax strategies. We like, damn, we probably lost. Like hundreds of thousands really that we could have wrote off on or did stuff with. But now, like yep. you said, we still not perfect, bro. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we do got a CPA now and they do do our books and hey, this goes here. Hey, you need to have a different LLC for this because this tax differently than this and all of this, that, and the other. Yep. See, but y'all it's good because like, y'all got CPAs. It's just me spending on my debit card. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember to put this right. Up, right. And I still ain't yeah. that much of an adult. Right. right. <laughs> Go get a CPA. Because I don't want a motherfucker to tell me, hey, bro, you spent $3,000 this month. I don't know what the fuck you doing. Right. Right. Like, oh, right. I, mean, I think that's what a lot of people think, too. Because kind of like with our, with our CPA and stuff, they're not telling us, like, they're not really like financial advisor type stuff. They just like, hey, you just spent $3,000. What was this for? See, right, you know what, what category saying? do what we category go category does this go into? Is this is marketing? It, is this personal? Is this you at the strip? Is so this they, just... Yeah. Well, what is this? What is it? You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? And they not really... you know. And I think people are scared of that. Hell yeah, bro. Don't to open up their book, they like, wait a minute, money. shit. I'll be yeah. at the strip every week. It's like, okay, bro, that's what you do. They they not there to tell you how to spend your money. You know what I'm saying? They there to tell you different strategies to help you 
save on your taxes end of the year, stuff like that, but they're yeah. not there to really help you. Sp- I mean, like tell you how to spend your money. You're a grown man at the end of the day. You're going to have to spend your money how you're going to spend Facts. it. Everybody got their vices. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I think that is something that we need to do, like with our community. And we all got kind of like a good voice. Obviously, you do, but we got like, you know, a voice. And, and just, just this show in general, bro, is more about waking people up to that type of stuff. Nah, you know what I'm we saying? need it. Like we need that. Yeah. We need to understand that. We need to understand what a financial advisor is. Like Absolutely. I just got a financial advisor because of the pandemic. Right. right. I off so much money. And <laughs> luckily my best friend who I've known 20 years, she, she left the Navy and became a financial advisor. Damn. And she called me and was like, do you budget? And I'm like, no. <laughs> right. Like, well, write down what you pay. Why the fuck am I writing it down? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah, she yeah. break it down like, but a lot of people don't know that shit. Yep. A lot yeah. of people don't understand. Like, yep. I applaud my oldest brother because he writes down all his bills and he's done it since we were like kids. Right. And oh, he just liked that. He just liked that. That's and I never him. understood. I'm like, bro, why Nigga, the fuck what you, you doing? Right like, <laughs> you just don't pay your bills. Just pay them. He like, nah, I need to know what went where, why, right. why didn't change. So now I look at that shit differently. Even after. your future planning, like facts. Like yep. I had to tell my wife one time, and don't get mad at me, baby. <laughs> I, I had to tell her one time we was when we was in Cali, we was planning on moving back here, right? Or no, at the time we was planning on buying a house. She wanted to buy a house. She wanted to have a kid. She wanted to quit her job Shit. and go back to school so that she can, she wanted to quit her job so that she can go back to school and become a nurse practitioner. Right. Mm. But I said, wait a minute, one of these going to have to, one of these going to have to stop. So basically we going to cut off half our income. <laughs> Bring a kid in. And, and, and at that time I was starting to get hot with the real estate stuff too. So it was more like, yeah, I'm bringing in way more. And I was working a job at the same time. So I was getting kind of like double, but I'm like, hold up, one of these gonna have to change. We're gonna have to sacrifice one of these. Like I'm like, and and the conversation be hard with your, you know, what I'm saying with your girl because you wanted you want to be able to do everything that you that she want to do. You yeah, know what I'm saying with your her. wife and stuff like that. But I'm like, let's break this down. So our <laughs> bills is about this per month, right? <laughs> we want to take this much off. Add a kid to that. Add a add a mortgage to that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, so we ended up deciding, like, buying a house right now is probably not the best idea. Right. But, like, we got to write that type of stuff down because that's future planning. You can't just run yourself into it and then now you in it and you're like, damn. I wish I would have thought this better. Wish yeah. I would have looked at this on paper. Like, and that's what I think I tell people. That's what the pandemic taught me, too. You know what I mean? Understanding and writing and thinking and seeing yeah. that shit through. Yeah. Bro, I lived a reckless ass life. Man, I hear you. Hey, <laughs> I hear you. People so think you know, I'm rich. I am irresponsible. <laughs> That's what it is. Irresponsibility. Boy, boy. For real. For real. So well, I know I'm going to go a kind of different direction here, but um, just as far as like, I know you see a lot of different artists that come up, uh, fizzle out, move, stay here different things like that. Who's some of the people that you got in your rotation right now that's from the city that you listen to that you think can really got a chance to, you know what I'm saying, go to the next level with they with they art? I mean, I think it's a lot. Um, when I look at my personal playlist a lot of the time, like PBT boys is hard right now. PBT Ace and JJ. Yeah. Um, they just dropped a project. Them young boys is nice. I like the kid R&B Rello. Um, okay. He's hard. Who else, man? Like, like the you get yourself in trouble. Right? Hey, uh, you sweet man, uh, forget somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and that be the hard part because I listen yeah, yeah, to yeah. so much music, so. like, and that's just the rap in. But like, then I can go and say Allison Victoria's cold. Nah. You know what I mean, I can say Adrian Pope Bless is nice. Mm. Like, I listen. I still listen to Rusty and Mr. Kinetic. Like, I listen to so much, so it yeah. be hard. Like Oreo Jones. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, like 
it's so many people that you can sit and say like yep. I don't really have a top favorite right. who I think because it's it's so many different realms. Yeah, of exactly. Rap. And it I is. tell people that like it's so many different realms. Poindexter don't sound rap or right. put in the same category as Playboy. Playboy don't rap yep. sound in the same category as PBT, JJ, or Ace. Right. Polo Boy Nunu don't rap or sound like this person over here. So, yep. you know what I mean? I, I listen to everybody, yeah. bro. Maxi from yep. Big Bold. Yeah. Right. I mean, I same. can keep going. Mikey. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just what I want to hear at the time for me. Facts. Like, And I mean, I got my favorites, obviously, but like, <clears throat> for me, it's like, shit, I might wake up in the morning and I might be, I'm like, that little easy. Yeah, today, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to bang that. Facts. I might listen to him for a whole day. You know what right. I'm saying? Something like that. But it's like, to me, it's, it's, it's for the vibe that I'm in and what I want to listen to. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I think, like you said, we got a lot of talent in the city, and it's just it's just getting started. I don't think we have that. We haven't had that push through that like a Detroit has had yeah. in the last couple of years and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. God, but I, damn, but like, they got a wave right now. They do, but I think it's coming here. Yeah, I think it's coming You're right down the street. Even when you look at the Detroit wave, it took for like a big shine to open that door. Yeah, yeah you for know sure. What I mean? And that's after Eminem opened that the door. door. Right, you got know what, what I'm saying? saying? So it it, it it take for them money guys. To get on it and yeah. open them lights and open them yeah. doorways, so I think it's coming. You know what I mean? I I think we do great with the music. I think we do great with the acting. We yeah. Look at what Mike's doing for the for yeah. the city and for the community, and you know what I mean all yeah. the projects and and doing and Tommy Smiles and all of them. So I feel like the the moment the wave kicked though, it's gonna fuck people up because yeah. the wave is gonna be so fucking. Yeah, I think right. so too. Yeah. It's, it's like everybody just everything. sitting right there. Yeah. The ready to burst, and when yeah, they you know what I'm saying, over, you're gonna, gonna have comedians pop. You gonna right. have pop. Yep. Have, that's how Musicians it works out there pop. too. You right when everything really because yep. it's kind of like the second wave of Detroit to me. Like, and I, I'm not really trying to keep comparing Indianapolis and Detroit, but it's Midwest is kind of a little bit similar. Right, right? kind of similar. Yeah, just but like, attitude if you and think about it, that was kind of the second wave of Detroit, which really to me, who really kind of like got it cracking street wise, like Detroit was T Grizzly. He you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. But I mean, even opened up a door, and then yeah. it really and payroll and them was, you know, what I'm saying they was doing yeah. their thing too. But like they, but like he really like the the hot one, like I'm talking about yeah, number one on yeah, Hot 100 yeah, yeah. and all of that stuff. He started Broke that thing open, yep. and then after that, rappers, comedians, actors, McGraw Hill, Ab hey, came out. Like you everything had all that started shit. to pop yep. after that because yep. now the scene is just hot. It's not just about the rapper being hot. It's about the scene being Facts. hot. Exactly. You know I'm saying, what the fuck going down down there in Indianapolis? Damn, it's slapping down there. Right. I'm about to start coming down there. Shit, whoop de whoop. You know what I'm saying? Link Which up. Which a lot of artists you know I mean? and stuff like that, and even professional basketball players and stuff, bro. They think Indianapolis lit. It's like low key. Like People they like fucked up I'm when keep they Indianapolis yeah. to the side because I don't want boys to know it. But they do. Like, they really do. Like, <laughs> Like when you go out of town and if people have been here, they'll be like, man, I love that place. On earth. Yeah. You especially like even athletes, when you hear about the people that own houses here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never I found out like Tony Gwynn owns a house. Damn, for real? Shit. That's what somebody told oh, me. I, I don't that. know if it's true, but right. like, just saying. Like, public records. Yeah. <laughs> I look it, that shit up. There's so many athletes that own houses yeah, here that slide sure. quietly or that rent to other athletes like because they understand like, yo, yeah. this is a city for you to be in. Like, exactly. You, but this is the community, it's bro. It's a good, good investment. Now, so going back to like the artists and stuff like that, like what's some, what's some different uh, things that you can tell them, you know, for them to kind of try to put their best for it just on a business shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they might got the art down. They might be cool with that. They might even have a little ring to them. They might be even getting hot, but how should they use that and channel that to keep the flame going or to make sure that their business is set up, that they taking deals that they want or just different things from you kind of being, you know, in 
around a part of you know what i mean that whole industry what's some things that they can actually do to you know you got to push that forward you know what i'm saying one thing i've noticed from a lot you got to build a dope ass circle and and when i say that i'm not even talking about like a circle of friends yeah you gotta have a dope circle of other people that understand what you're doing you gotta find you a graphic designer that understands you that if right. you hit them and say, bro, I know it's last minute, but I'm going to drop a single tomorrow. Yeah. That graphic designer is your team. So right. he's going to make sure that shit done. Yeah. You got to have that lawyer who, can, yeah. who you know is on your side. Like, you know what I mean? That if I send you this paperwork, you ain't going to fuck me. Yeah. You, you you get it. And I'm taking you with me. You got to have that. You got to. It's yep. just about building the right circle and understanding. Yeah. All right. This person understands marketing. Right. Let me call O real quick. Yeah. I, I got five thousand. I want to spend on radio. Does it make sense? Yeah. Well, no, it don't. Let's spend fifteen on radio. Let's spend twenty five hundred on Google ads. Let's spend five hundred on YouTube ads. Let's go right. spend another G yep. with Pandora, Spotify, yep. and Title. That's what you should do with your five grand. Like, yeah, right. you know what right. I mean? But me? It take for people that you believe in and you trust, but that also believe in trusting you. So you got to get out of your your way for sure and build you a team. And, and again, not a team of friends unless yep. your friends understand their jobs. Right. Not just a bunch of people that's around.